Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Folks, are we all we we hearing that we are on the air? My Fantastic! Name, and uh, so we, I'm just going to start over. <laughs> My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Welcome into Three News with a View. Again, we are doing. We started last Saturday a total revamp of our hardware and software uh, here at uh, Kennedy Broadcasting for both WKOM and WKRM, and we're very excited about it. And at the end of the day, when it all gets done. Uh, we think we're going to have very much an improved broadcast quality, improved broadcast capabilities. Uh, but to say that we're not going to have a few hiccups along the way would not be realistic. Uh, but anyway, we're on three dudes with a view. Wednesday edition, we're headed toward 96 degrees. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, uh, has gone to a... Uh, an event, or a, I'm not sure it's an event, but Bill Haggerty is in town, Senator Bill Haggerty. It's the August recess, and uh, as usually happens during that uh, August recess of Congress, our congressmen and senators usually tour their districts or the state to uh, talk to people and see what people are saying. And so Senator Haggerty is in Columbia, and uh, Clayton Harris has gone to catch up with him, and uh, tomorrow he'll give us a report on what the senator's doing, what he had to say. Do number one, I'm going to introduce you again. Jim, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Mr. York, you're not, you're not on. Mr. York? No, you're not on, Mr. York. All right, we'll, we'll keep trying to get Mr. York on, and we'll, we'll get to him in a you, you you think he's saying morning he's speaking yeah, yeah, I, can yeah see speak. I, I can see you speaking but we're not hearing you he's saying he's changed parties that he <laughs> he's seen that republicanism is better that's what he's saying isn't that right jim i'm reading his lips we, we will wo- we will welcome him with open arms if <laughs> yeah. he wants to come I, in. I think he's just not coming through our feed i think i did hear him on the radio how can I fight with Jim if I can't hear him? Oh, okay. He may be, we may be hearing him on the radio. That's uh, all right. We got all sorts of gremlins going. All right. Debbie Matthews, regular guest dude. How you doing? Good morning, sweet friend. So good to be here today. <laughs> all right. And we've got a couple of special guests. Uh, first of all, a friend of the station. He's frequently with us. Murray County Commissioner Gabe Howard. How are you doing? Man? Good morning, Southern Middle Tennessee. And we have with us, we, and we're pleased to have with us, Jerry Brighton, Brightonbaugh, who is uh, a Murray County Commissioner and uh, representing the Cuyahoga Big People area. Ninth District, yep. Ninth District, and he is also the uh, recently elected chair of the Murray County Republican Party. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning. Good to be here. All right, Mr. York, I, I, they're telling us maybe they can hear you on the air, but we can't hear you, so I don't know how we deal. Yeah, we we can't hear you, although the people out there listening may be able to. We're working on these gremlins with the best we can. Uh, but the reason Jerry, <laughs> the reason Jerry's here uh, is uh, to continue our conversation of yesterday. And I can't hear you, but I hope I can fairly characterize what you had to say yesterday. It involved 
uh, the Murray County Commission's duty to uh, nominate and elect uh, members of the Murray County Library Board. And uh, it, it appears that there was a, a, a Kristen Martin. Right? Are they four-year terms, fellas? Three. Three, three, three years. years. Three year terms. How many terms did Krista serve? She was cleaning her first term. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so the library board, of course, you know, governs the Murray County Library, which is a, a wonderful facility as far as I know. And I know I get books from my grandchildren there, and they have story hour and things like that that, that we've participated in with our grandchildren. Uh, and so the library board is elected by the Murray County Commission, and, of course, they're responsible for running the Murray County Library. Uh, Krista Martin uh, has served uh, the first of – has served one three-year term and uh, was under consideration to serve another three-year term. Uh, the Murray County Commission uh, instead elected Rita Parks, who's from the Cullioca area, and uh, – so that that's and Miss York, uh, of course, Miss uh, Chris Martin and uh, Chris Martin and Rita Parks are are well known as as uh, you know just good citizens and contributors to both 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 ladies are uh, you know it, it would, as far as I know would be wonderful members of the library board and uh, but of course Chris Martin is black Rita Parks is white. And Why does that matter? Well, Mr. York, that's I'm, I'm trying to rephrase what oh. Mr. York said. Oh, okay. And, and Mr. York yesterday expressed his concern that that was. Uh, but the interim director of the library is an African American. Well, okay. I'm just trying. I'm trying to recap what Mr. York said okay. yesterday. I missed it. So. Yeah. To, so uh, Jerry, in particular, can can respond. And uh, Mr. York viewed it as a situation where uh, he thought a right-wing commission had elected a, a white lady instead of a black lady and uh, to a second term and also viewed it perhaps as a, a move toward, uh, you know, I used book burning is what I say, but it's not really a it's uh, book burning would be uh, a, a broad term to try to perhaps govern what books are available in the library, particularly as it as it relates to what's appropriate for children. And thought maybe this was a move by the commission. Again, I'm trying to paraphrase Mr. York. Thought maybe this was a move by the commission to restrict govern the. Uh, books available to children or how they, those books might be displayed as available to children in the Murray County Library. And, Mr. York, I, I can't hear you, so I hope I got that right. And I've fairly sort of, yeah, you, I can see you talking. And I hope I've fairly sort of put out your side of the argument here. And we're still working on trying to make sure that we can hear you. Right now we can't hear you. And if if I didn't, if I didn't accurately paraphrase your concerns you expressed yesterday, I apologize, and hopefully we can get you hooked up here in a minute to make sure that we got that right. But Jerry Breidenbaugh, you uh, you you called, and several other commissioners called, uh, saying that they, they disagree with Mr. York mm-hmm. that they that he didn't get it right. Uh, so uh, take us through what happened and and uh, how what what 
at least from your point of view, the reason of the commission was. All right. And uh, I'll try not to monopolize the entire the entire time, but I do oh. want to go through and if and, we're on the air and you got detail. If we if, uh, we're, if we can get you on the air, you got the microphone, buddy. <laughs> uh, but I did hear Mr. York yesterday morning. I was driving in as as I mentioned, uh, had court yesterday morning, and I heard him. I wasn't able to listen to the entire show, but I appreciate you answering the phone when I did call in. We got this set up, and and I'm going to take the listeners back and try to walk through the process because I'm I'm not real sure that everybody understands how everything comes together. The library board and most of the appointments um, that are made to different commissions and boards and things like that come through my committee, the administration committee. I chair that committee. Okay. And those come through us. Some of them come through the safety or the health and environment. Most of them come through administration. And the normal process is that those appointments roll through our committee first. We approve them and pass them on to the full commission for consideration and approval. That's the parliamentary process that's followed. In this instance... You don't have to do that, and in most cases, with its own one person, um, it's the easiest way to do it. But we knew that there were going to be a couple of nominations, and so we just moved it straight to the commission to let the commission hear the nominations for two or three or however many there were going to be, and then debate and elect, appoint the the direct member of the board. That's the short version. This goes back to April when a position opened. One of the members terms expired uh, by statute you can only serve two terms and then have to step off and you have to be off the board for a minimum of three years before you can be reappointed to a new term so any given member can serve two three any given member can serve two consecutive three-year terms and then they have to rotate they have to rotate off that's correct so that that was one of the arguments that we made was that chris was just ending her first term and it is tradition if you will that a member especially in a service-oriented position like that, where there is no pay, it takes time. And we are extremely pleased that people want to volunteer for that. And Krista has done a job. She has a long history of service to this community. As yes, she does. And everything else. Uh, a very, there was her very quali- honorable tradition, yeah. Her qualifications were not in question in this. But um, going back to April, um, it has also been the practice that one commissioner be on the library board. And that was Brian McElvey. But when he. McElvey, I'm sorry. I I keep mispronouncing that and my public apology for that. But um, Brian did not run for reelection. So when he, the election was over, he was still on the board, but he was no longer a commissioner. So we appointed Connie Green. At that time, I did not know, and, and other folks apparently did, but I did not know, and many of us did not know that the library board actually had a set of bylaws. Most of the commissions, most of the committees don't. And so it was kind of unusual that they would actually have bylaws that dictated how their membership was made up. So we appointed Connie. Connie is a citizen of Columbia. She's within the city limit. She, and, and she's and also a commissioner. She's also a commissioner for 4th um, District, I believe it yes. is. Yes. And so so we appointed Connie. She'd expressed an interest to be on the board. She wanted to serve, and, and we were good with that. And looking back... Based on the bylaws, that should have been a commissioner who's lived outside of the city limits, and and that would have corrected one position. At the time, there were five Columbia residents on the board, one Mount Pleasant resident, and one Murray County resident. If you, I know everybody lives in Murray County, but the board bylaws expressly state that the membership must be one citizen of Mount Pleasant, three citizens of Columbia, and three Murray County at large. 
And, okay, and let's revisit that because yeah. uh, you're a lawyer, I'm a lawyer, and uh, Clayton and I read those bylaws uh, uh, yesterday, just trying to figure out. And we we never had a reason to read them before, so exactly. we, we were trying to read we were trying to read through them and figure out what they meant. And specifically, those bylaws require that uh, three persons from the city of Columbia, one person from the city of Mount Pleasant, and then uh, three more at large from the county. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, true enough, it's been a tradition, I think, uh, in however many years the library board's been around, which I guess has been forever, that uh, at large – at least before now, if if you were if you lived in the city of Columbia, then you were you know also Murray County in it as well. Yes. And so that's the way the commission has looked at it in the past. Um, however, as a lawyer, I, and I think you'll agree with me if if you because there are bylaws specifically require that three be from Columbia and one be from Mount Pleasant, then the at large. Uh, really has no meaning uh, unless you construe it. I mean, somebody outside of Columbia or outside of Mount Pleasant who is a resident of Murray County. So I would agree with that interpretation as a lawyer uh, of the bylaws that it that it needed to be somebody. If you're going to follow the bylaws mm-hmm. um, accurately, it needed to be somebody outside the city of Columbia or out, and the city of Mount Pleasant. And your encapsulation is is true as far as the legal argument is concerned if if we were two attorneys on opposite sides you would make one argument that at large could be anywhere i would make the other argument that no because of that argument and i think that's how most of us looked at it was it wouldn't have meant everybody if it hadn't expressly stated city of columbia and left out their outlying areas right. and and we all know that you know Cullioca, santa fe hampshire are the other the three Primary, right, out right, 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 right. So we uh, we we make the interpretation that the three at large would come from those general areas, so that the county is represented, right. and and that's I think where Mr. York kind of took it off the rails when he he talked about you know my comments and my nomination speech about balance. We're not trying to balance based on gender. We're not trying to balance based on race. We're not trying to balance based on anything but what the bylaws say, and the bylaws specifically state that it, well, they expressly state and infer that it's based on address. Well, Um, my my personal opinion and my experience in city government and and having to point to these boards, I would have said when McKelvey didn't rerun for his seat, at that point he was the county uh, commission appointment, and he should have rolled off mm-hmm. at that time. And then you would have had your other county commission put on, and then you go ahead and make the other appointments. But my concern is, is that we're saying here that things are being done specifically per the bylaws. But I believe this board is and has become embedded with a certain, I want to say, more progressive group, and they don't want anybody else on this board except them. I have heard, and I've well, had no, people. No, 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 all right, it's fine. I have. That, okay. Well, and and that that's true. All of that is true. There have been since last year. There have been concerns about books and and content and the actions of the board. That's that's all well, known. And oh, okay, well, we let, understand let, that. But let, I'm the the reason that we did. Well, I, I can't. Uh, 
you and I talked about this yesterday. I can't speak for the entire committee. Correct. Speak for me. Right. Gabe can speak for him. We cannot speak for the other 20 commissioners that are on the board. But I can tell you that in my conversations and in my personal interpretation of the bylaws, the our reasoning for nominating Rita, and, and there were other applicants as well, but Rita rose to the top. And I, you know her better than I do, Debbie, but well, I've, I've known Rita for a while, and she's know, very good. Right. Many... Right, folks, so okay. it's, time for, it's time for a commercial break, okay. and, and let's do that and, and come back and, and follow up on Get Back on track. Yeah, what Jerry's talking about. Yeah. Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. All right, we're back. <laughs> three news with a view. My name's Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Wednesday edition, a hot Wednesday edition. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Uh, is, uh, has caught up, I hope, with Senator Bill Haggerty. He's in town. Uh, it frequently happens uh, in August during the congressional recess. Senators and congressmen go back to their states, their districts, and try to get out and meet with people, see what's going on. Uh, so hopefully Clayton will give us a full report about Senator Haggerty and his visit to Columbia tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, Mr. Jim York, dude, number one. I don't know if we can try it, York. No, we can see talking, but we can't hear you here. Uh, and, uh. Yep, we, he had a birthday <laughs> yesterday. Maybe he went mute. Uh, and Mr. York, we are going to give if I, you know, it may be tomorrow, but you are definitely going to get a chance to respond uh, and uh, to what's going on here. We'll we'll figure it out. He, he might already be responding. We just don't we know just that don't he's know, responding yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. We, you might be responding. <laughs> we, you're just saying something we can't hear you. Uh, but we definitely. Uh, if he shoots us a bird, he'll know. <laughs> he's hurt us. Yeah, we. we 
Okay. You're you're the one who had concerns uh, on the air yesterday, and and uh, these folks are trying to address those concerns, and then uh, uh, obviously we'd like to have your response. Mm-hmm. I wish we had you on the air to ask questions of them right now, but we'll, we we got uh, we got our technical people here now. Uh, hopefully, we can get this resolved. Whether it'll happen before we get off the air, I don't know. Yep, Mr. York, we can definitely see you talking, but we can't hear you. Um, there we go. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. we go. He all right. Good. All right. Ranger special guest to Debbie Matthews. Good morning. So good to be here with you all today. All right. Gabe Howard, uh, Murray County Commissioner and friend of the station, uh, is with us pretty often. We're glad to have him. How are you doing, Gabe? I'm doing well. Good morning, y'all. All right. Now, Jerry Brightonball, uh, who is uh, a member of the Murray County Commission, representing the Cullioka area. He's also the chair of the American Republican Party uh, and is the head of the administration committee, I think. Chair, chair of the administration committee. Chair of the administration committee on the commission, which uh, is the, the, that's sort of where these library board nominations start. And, Debbie, let's, let's hold what you were saying for mm-hmm. a minute okay. and, and, and let Jerry uh, go ahead with uh, the, at least what his personal reasoning behind uh, – nominating Rita Parks and, and electing Rita Parks instead of the incumbent, um, Krista Martin. Well, he just put a nomination out there. The commission voted. Right. 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 And, and well, and let me, let me start there. Okay, I, go. I, I kind of backed up and went through Connie's appointment and, and that type of thing. So when Krista's term expired, there were five people on the, the board with residences within the city limits of Columbia. There's only supposed to be three. And there's other things in the bylaws that, of the membership that also need to be fixed. But this, these were the big ones. And we had some folks out in the county, not just myself, but I believe other commissioners as well, that was, the people in Cullioka, in Santa Fe, in Hampshire, um, in the outer lying areas of the county, didn't feel like they were represented. That's right. And, and the library, we have two libraries, one in the big one in Columbia, and then there's another branch in Mount Pleasant. Which is a wonderful library. It is. It is. And so for my constituents in, in Cullioka, for uh, the folks out in Santa Fe and Hampshire, if they want to use the library, they've got a 14, 15, 20-mile drive to get in here. And so not only do they have a distance to travel, they don't have any representation on the board. And we decided, uh, I decided, in my personal position, that needed to be corrected. We just needed to have representation throughout the county, whoever it was, be a qualified individual. And so when Krista's term came up, I knew that it was tradition. It was it was usually courtesy to just let them roll into a new term. And if the other things had been satisfied as far as residency, you know, might have done that, might not. I can't. Do, I, I can't speculate. But um, Rita had contacted me back in April when the open, the other open position came up, and um, we talked. And she called me a couple other times, and we talked. And she's got some great ideas for the library and how to expand services out to the county. Well, and and and, and so that's. I mean, you know, you represent Kalioka. Rita's no. from Kalioka. Yes, she is. It's not untoward to. Uh, be a commissioner who wants to try to nominate somebody sure. from I mean well, from your own district. But Rita has wanted a position on the yeah. library board for years. This has and, been something well, you know, I mean, fly I mean, by night. I mean that's that's all natural. Right. You represent Cullioka, so, local readers from Cullioka. And if but, someone else if, if one of Gabe's constituents had called him and said, Hey, I'd like to be considered for the library board, I would expect Gabe to to 
promote her or him or whoever it may be. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah. Rita's, Rita's name came to the top, and right. so we— right. I've got a couple questions Mr. York's texting me. Oh, okay. He says, uh, uh, he said, when was Ms. Park's application received? He also asked, why was Ms. Green— Appointed in April. Okay. Ms. Green was appointed, um, and, and Debbie referred to this as well. You want to take that in reverse order? I will take it in reverse order. Brian was, and this was before I was elected as a commissioner, Brian was placed on the board or appointed to the board because he was a commissioner, and a commissioner was Brian needed on the board, McKelvey. Brian McKelvey. Who, who did not run for re-election. Okay. Now, and he should have rolled off. Because who, who, who actually off. resigned last night. Yeah. And that's that's so yeah. Another that's a, yeah. Okay. That's a different story. But um, so because Brian did not run for reelection, he still had a voting seat duly appointed on the board. So the only way he was going to come off is if he resigned, which he did not do, and he didn't have to. Um, but when the other, and I don't remember whose term expired, but that opened up a position, and we placed Connie in there as a sitting commissioner to be on the board of directors for the library. So when So the reason for Connie's appointment is was to get a com- sitting a sitting commissioner on the on, board. On the board. Correct. Okay. okay. So that's question number 2. That's sure. that's where it was. Yeah. So and um so that's why she was on there. Now and, and I'm sorry, uh question number 1 again was about the application. Let me, when, the application. When, let me take this well, application. Let, let, me, let me Hang on, Debbie. Let's get Mr. All right. When was Ms. Park's application received? Ms. York's first question. I don't know the date she put it in, but it would have been some time around April. Uh, she went to the light and that's uh, d- d- sidebar. The library is the only commission that I know of, the only board that I know of that requires people to apply to be on the board. No other commission does that. Not the planning commission, not the, the, the zoning and appeal. Nobody. They, we recruit or we ask for volunteers, but the library it's board a, it's a no says pay, it's a no pay job no pay position. Thank you. Job. Yeah. You have to apply. Right. So Rita went down. And she got her application, and she gave it back to the library, and so the libraries had it since. And they've lost it. And they've lost it once. No, twice. twice. Well, well, let me tell you something, Jerry. On Sunday, I did an open house, and a woman by the name of Christy West that lives right up here on West Ave Street comes into my open house, and she said, "I applied to be on the library board." But I got a call that they lost my application. Mm -hmm. So that would be the second. Okay. So the thing is, it's funny that they keep losing conservatives' applications on the library board. Oh, okay. okay. I'm having a problem with that. Let's calm the conspiracy. No, this is fine. But let's roll roll back to Rita because Rita's the one in question. And and Rita was informed that her application had been misplaced. It turns out that one of the other board members – had had it in their personal possession. I don't know if they were reading it, reviewing it, or whatever. But it wound up either back to the board. Rita filled out a new one, um, and and she sent it to me. She sent it to the mayor. She made sure that people had it to be able to see it. But her initial application was four months ago, um, give or take a few weeks, in, in, or, in or around April. So her name has been out there for at least one opening position and would have been considered you know, I actually think her original request was to go in before they decided to put a county commissioner on yes. there. Even I think it was even earlier than April. Yeah. Let's back up for a second, though. Okay, okay. We're, we're talking about the specifics of a specific person, and I think we really need to go back to the focus of what the bylaws state. And you know, one of the things that um, you know the Democratic Party here in Murray County is weaponizing this to be a race conversation, right? 
And not only is that offensive, quite frankly, um, it's dangerous. And, you know, to also look at just a skin color as part of the diversity conversation for that specific board member, um, I mean, quite frankly, I'm offended by it. And I, and I think that if we really go back and we look at the bylaws themselves, I think we can all agree that there have been things that haven't been done in the past and they've been done incorrectly. Moving forward, we want to do it the right way. And when you look at, um, you know, at large, I think we need to look at proportionate, you know, uh, population. You look at the city of Columbia, I think it's around 44,000 people. And then you look at the county at large, it's about 60, 60 some odd thousand people. And you take those together, you get somewhere in the, you know, 100, 100 plus thousand people. And so when the bylaws were created, I believe the whole idea was that in your your largest city, Columbia, city of Columbia, they've got equal weight to the Murray County at large. And then Mount Pleasant also has a seat at the table. And so while, you know, the Murray County Democratic Party would lead you to believe that this was all about race, it's actually trying to get it on the right track. It's moving forward in the best way possible. And then secondarily, I want to say, um, you know, I was at the library board meeting last night, and I asked the board, and I challenged the board to look at uh, Miss Becky. She's the interim director, sweet as she can be. Yeah, that's she, she, she talking about game. Uh, Miss Jackie is the interim director at the Murray County Library. Jackie, Here, who? Jackie Burkeen is her name. She and she is the one that comes to the administration committee and supplies the library report to the administration it, committee. Every month, and she is the acting director. If you really want to, she's she's the person in charge. Got it. And, At the and library, she is, she is an African American woman. Far as I know, she's doing a fine job. I've heard fine no job. complaints about it. And, and, and um, so, so I asked the board last night to. You know, why are they looking at going to hire a firm that will then go and recruit? Whenever you know, ultimately, we've got we've got somebody that's already doing the job that I think would do a fantastic job. Um, you know. And and she's already in there, you know. And so the, this whole this whole race this race war conversation, um, it's got to stop, you know. And, and I understand Dr. Martin is an amazing person. Uh, what she's done in this community and continues to do in this community, I applaud her for. I stand next to her any day of the week in the trenches. Um, but but it, it is it's discouraging to. Uh, you know, to have folks calling you out that, hey, the Murray County Commission is racist, um, it's unfair, you know, it, and it's just untrue. Okay. Well, and and, I, and I, 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 let me let me expand on that because I was going to hit go ahead. I don't want to cut anybody else off. But no, go, the, the long and the short of it is that this, this decision, the, my nomination of Rita, and I nominated her, um, and I spoke with her, my nomination of her was based on her residence, and that was it. And I tried to make that plain. There doesn't seem to be any dispute. There is no dispute about that. That that. both Rita and and Krista Martin are are well qualified. Well qualified to be there. So it's a painful process when you've when you've kind of messed up in the past and then you have to fix it. It, It's difficult. It doesn't look good publicly. Well, I'll admit that. But it's something not look good. There was nothing. There was nothing wrong. So don't even allude to something was. But it was, and it wasn't. But. 
we we've got to, we have to fix it, and we have to bring the board back into alignment. Now that being said, to to play off what Gabe was saying, what really hit me yesterday when I was writing in, um, and I, I wish I could hear Mister York, so I'd like to respond to that because he hit it to be to to be accused of racism by someone who was not at the board or not at the commission meeting and and had not spoken to me whatsoever or my thought process and then to say well your decision was based solely on the race of that individual i i just i i just took umbrage at that i i i just i still kind of get upset a little bit when i hear that because I don't make my decisions, but I don't. I don't care what the skin color is. I care about what their uh, I mean, qualifications I mean, are. You, and, you represent Kalioka, and Ms. Parks is from Kalioka. Yes, she is. I mean, that's legit. You yeah. Know? I mean, you, I always want to promote. So, so for this for this to blow up the way that it has gone, and it's really created a, a lot of a lot of discussion, and, and probably probably so to bring attention to the library and some of the things that need to be fixed you, at the library. Did you know that members um, of the board were calling nominees that were, right. and saying, you don't really want to yeah. be on this board, it's too galvanized, too political right now, I, I, trying to I talk know, them out of yeah. and asking them right. to withdraw their application? I mean, hang on, though. You'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, well, this is a this is a big deal because... Oh, all right, let, let's, let's, first of all, I mean, what we're talking about right now is... <laughs> Why the Murray County Commission did what they did, why yeah. Gabe Howard and Jerry Brighton, as members of the commission, took the position yeah. that they took. That's that's the conversation we're having now. Have we, have we pretty well worked through that, Jerry? And the vote, just so, to let everybody know, the final vote was 17 in favor of Rita, um, four um, against Rita, but in favor of Krista, and one abstention. So it was it was an overwhelming um vote, if you will, of of Rita's appointment to the board. And I think she'll do a fine job. I think Krista will do a fine job, whatever she goes next to, uh, in this city and in this county. But the long and the short of it is we're making an attempt to bring the board back into its own bylaws and to point, appoint competent people. And these are people that are gonna, that are going to look out for the children and the adults of Murray County. Um, and, and I will tell you that, that I you know, I don't agree with all of the materials that's on on the shelves. All right, well, um, let's, but that's a different conversation, yeah, and that's yeah, that, that's a different conversation. That's that's a whole different conversation. Okay, now the uh, let me comments from Ms. York that I don't quite understand, and again, I, I wish I could hear him. Well, uh, he said the uh, the bylaws state in January, Ms. Park's appointment is illegal. I don't, uh, Ms. York. I wish you were here to I can elaborate I, on that. I can answer that because I. Brought a copy with me. Okay, okay. I, I knew that was going to come up. Do you understand his criticism? I understand exactly what he's saying because I found it confusing, and it's probably something that needs to be fixed. And I apologize for people looking. I'm trying to put my glasses on. Sure enough. What it says is this: board openings will be publicly announced, which they are, and anyone wishing an appointment to the board will be required to submit an application to the board by the January meeting, and that's all that says. That is vague. It, it is completely off the wall and basically what that's telling you is that you have to know what terms are expiring during the year and make sure that you apply in january for whatever opening is going to come up next october or november and nobody knows that nobody keeps up with that that's they need to go back and fix that part of it but what mr york is saying is because her application didn't go in in january that it shouldn't have been considered be considered at all because of the fact it was 
it was not submitted in time. And so, and your response to that is? My response to that is, it, it is a technicality, but it is a vague bylaw because it doesn't say what January. It doesn't say whether its terms expire that year or the next year. There's nothing concrete there to say what that means, and it needs to be fixed. And I would also say that every appointment during my term and probably terms before that sentence has just been completely ignored. It, but, it's when you make a public announcement, you expect to fill the position the next month, and that gives you 30 days to find a person that either volunteers or is recruited for that position. Okay. Uh, that begs the question, though. I mean, who who is responsible for uh, amending uh, the library board's uh, by The board's. Board as far as I know, the board itself, yes. The county commission's only authority over the library board is to appoint its members. Okay. We can't tell them how to operate. We can't tell them how to spend their money. We can't tell them how to do anything. We can appoint them. And then. But you can make it a, a, a an ordinance or whatever that whoever your county appoint, county commission appointment is, if they do not run again, then their term would end and a new county commissioner would go on at that point. So you've got that commissioner covered each mm, time. That's you're, you're throwing out a very interesting legal question. I think there. that that – see, I think uh, that would have cleared a lot of things up when Brian was no longer serving as a county commissioner that he should have rolled off. Okay. That's to me, would have solved a lot of this. Well, well and I think uh, as soon as we can get copies of the minutes also, maybe we can actually figure out was he actually reappointed? Was he – you know, because I think there's also some question about at the point that he was not reelected – you right, know, he should have gone. It, that, but exactly. decisions should, should have gone. If I if I were serving as right, city, wait, wait, Gabe, hang on though. I didn't quite understand what you were saying. Well, I know what he. I know what he's saying. But All right, Jerry, what? Brian was appointed. Brian McCallie. Okay, was appointed because he was a county commissioner. Correct. That's the reason he was appointed. But he was appointed as a voting member of the board of directors and by statute voting member of the board of directors whether they're a county commissioner or a funeral director or or works at mcdonald's they're on there for a three-year term okay and the only way they come off is if their term expires or if they resign unless y'all change that unless and let and unless you change that. and i don't know i don't know that we could because well, no, the statute's okay. very wait, well, wait a minute very clear i believe that you can and and i believe that they should so you don't end up with him sliding to a city spot. So I just, if I was on the city council planning commission as the, as somebody from the council, when I leave the council, I leave that position. That's, that's the issue. Well, I, you know, you're getting down in the legal weeds. Yeah, Debbie. that's true. But yeah. this would have, so, this, this would have solved a little bit of it, so but this I mean, has but, become, but you're talking about a change to the existing, uh, Structure. What the county commission has control over, I think, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, and so that's. Um, but I, I, I take it that you're advocating for a change to where, if a person is on the board and a member of the commission, and that's the reason that they were put on the. And board. in that case, all we would have done would have swapped out Connie, Connie for, for Brian, right? And then, yeah, then, and that's one city resident for the next, and we still would have had five. Hey, well, yeah. we'd have still been there. Hey, right. Delk, I'd love to leave it on a positive note. Okay, Gabe, um, you only I, got about two minutes to I, it. I attended the library board meeting last night, and I, I just want to say that, I mean, there are people working hard to make sure that kids are protected in Murray County. Um, and that, you know, the, I think that they have acknowledged that 
there were some things over the last couple of years that slipped through the cracks, and they are working on a systematic, pragmatic approach to, you know, what does reclassification look like? Um, you know, any individual can go in into, terms of books that children. That's, can, that's right. Can and, have and, access and, and, and to no, nobody is nobody's trying to burn books. Nobody's trying to ban books. Nobody's trying to 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 throw books away. Um, but I do think that there is an interest that we need to make sure that kids are protected, um, and there are parental choices that are made through that process. And so, so, but so, as a commissioner and a citizen, you observed the library board last night, and, and you were, I take it, saying that you were satisfied that they are doing the right things. I, I was satisfied that there is a discussion at the table. You know, I, I, I hoped it would have, you know, came to a head sooner, but there are people working hard. And um, that board, you know, just like a lot of other boards here in Murray County, people are working hard to make this a better place, you know, and leave it better than they found it. And so, um, I, I want to applaud, uh, you know, Dr. Martin and the rest of the board um, as they are facing, you know, some of these uh, letters that they're getting from the district attorney and, you know, some new training and, and things that are coming down from the state now. Um, I, I applaud them. I think that they are they are taking this serious and, you know, trying to make sure that um, things are being done in the right way forward. Okay, we got cut off, folks. We're out of time. And Jerry, Gabe, thanks for being here. And we may have to have you all back. And I certainly, Mr. York, I I wish we'd be able to hear from you. Uh, and hopefully, we'll get it fixed by tomorrow. I'd, I'd like to come back when Mr. York and Clayton are here. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right. But thank you. And uh, sorry, folks. We're, we're going to get.